from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good Podcast. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley. We're recording in our remote studios here in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm in the Mount Vernon area, and somewhere to the west or south of me is our editorial director, Mr. Jeff McDonald. How are you, sir? Very good. Trying not to be in left field. Good to be with you. Are you, are you, West or south yes. of me? I'm west. I'm west. I'm west. west. And, but you know, it's great to be you know able to communicate this way remotely. Uh, the, I'm thankful for the technology and for the dialogue we have. It's just it's very good to be a part of it. Such as a time as this, isn't it? It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're also here with our uh, our wonderful producer Elizabeth, and I think she is kind of to the to the north of me. I think or north. West or something. Elizabeth, are you there? Howdy. I'm here. How are you today? Oh, I'm so super swell. Love and life. You're loving life. Doing well. Everything's good. Well, we're we're recording this podcast in kind of unique circumstances. And historically, uh, we as a nation in the world are going through something that we have never, most of us have never experienced before. Uh, with the COVID-19 crisis, uh, we here in the state of Virginia are under a stay-at-home order until sometime in June. I don't know, Jeff, is it June 3rd or June 10th or something like that? Yes, it's June 5th, maybe. Uh, to, to, uh, in the year 2020. But as Jeff alluded, the technology is allowing us to continue doing our ministry through our podcasts and talking about things that we are doing here at uh, National Headquarters to encourage and to enlighten and to bring uh, the word of truth through God's word through our publications. And so we're very excited about uh, this new opportunity. We're so pleased today uh, to have with us in our studio. Now, I believe she is way west of us because she is out in the mighty, probably silent city of Chicago right now, Chicago, Illinois. Major Lisa Davis is joining us. Well, good afternoon, Major. Hi, how are you? I am super fantastic. Elizabeth is out of this world fantastic. And Jeff I think he's still awake. I don't think he's falling asleep. Are you Good still morning. there? Good morning. Good morning. Right. Even though it's the afternoon. Yeah. Anyways, Lisa, you are Major Lisa Davis is the spiritual life development uh director spiritual life director for development or spiritual Sec- life development. Is that what you're Secretary for Spiritual Life Development. There we go. Okay. That's it. In the in the central territory. And I've just been so encouraged by uh, your interactions, the things that you've been posting on your uh, f- on the Facebook feeds uh, uh, during the Lenten season, and you are uh, one of our feature writers. You contribute this past year you know, to the core values section, but I think a lot of our listeners may not know that many years ago, um, you served on the staff here at National Headquarters. 
I did. I was a young officer, which was a long time ago now. Uh, in fact, the, when NHQ moved to Alexandria, I came on the staff to be the youth editor of what was then called Young Salvationist, and then it became YS, and I think now it's called Peer, which is, I think is a great improvement. And, a, and I just, I love Peer. I think that's a great uh, idea. But long time ago, when it was still called Young Salvationist, uh, that was, I was appointed to NHQ to be the youth editor. And I worked with Jeff and had a great time. It was, it's my, um, I think it will always be my favorite appointment, that one at, in national publications. Well, I remember when you were a young officer writing, I was a young officer on the field. And I, I remember uh, the Young Salvationist was a was a, an important magazine that we were sharing with our, our kids at the time in the core ministries that we had. Uh, but you always had kind of an, you had an interesting voice and you had a uh, just, uh, and also over the years, and I've interacted with you a few times, you just have a, a wonderful manner that uh, reminds people of, of God's presence and grace. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you've been doing since that point in time and, and where you're at today. Yeah, since that point in time, I, uh, I left National Publications because I, uh, I was a single officer when I was appointed there, and then I um, married my husband, who became a cadet. So I left publications to go uh, to uh, so he could go to training, and we've then we've been since then we've been corps officers. We've been on the training college staff here in the Central Territory, and uh, now right now his appointment he's the training principal in the Central Territory, and I'm stationed at uh, at territorial headquarters in Chicago. So we've had uh, we mostly we've been corps officers, which which we loved and uh, miss a lot. We love our work with cadets, but we love to be corps officers. Well, as most of us know, uh, uh, you know, as officers, we were called to be really a core officer, and we're all core officers at heart. Usually, that's that's been, at least for my wife and I, that's been the key um, appointments that we had. But I agree with you. Um, uh, here at National Headquarters, especially in program and publications, it's just a it's a wonderful uh, appointment and a, a great opportunity. What are some of the things that you're doing currently in your role as Secretary for Spiritual Life Development in the Central Territory? Yeah, so this is a new appointment for our territory. We've had they, we've had somebody it's kind of in a similar position, but it was always an additional appointment. But a, a year ago, our territory. Um, our territorial commander helped us work through a process so that we would have we have a mission imperative and one of, which is uh, we call more people more like Jesus. One arm of that is spiritual life, and so he felt like uh, it would be important to have somebody who that was their job. That was their main job was to um, be a resource and be an encouragement to the territory for core, for divisions, to help people uh, grow and develop in their spiritual life. So I'm doing a variety of things. Um, I'm the ambassador for holiness for the territory. So I've done, I've done some seminars for people, for core and for divisions. I've been guest speaker at some events and uh, things like that. I'm doing, I have, there's a website, uh, developed a website for the spiritual life development uh, section. And uh, and now a Facebook 
page, which has been uh, actually pretty important during this time when so many people are quarantined. It's uh, the readership of that has really taken off. And I think it's because people are looking for some spiritual encouragement, but also uh, they have a little bit of time that they don't normally have. So uh, those are just a few things. Before we get back to the conversation with Colonel Foley, I just want to take a moment to talk about Peer Magazine. Peer is a Salvation Army youth publication for 16 to 22 year olds. By addressing topics related to faith, community, and culture, Peer ignites a conversation that deepens biblical perspective, faith, and holy living. Peer is a monthly magazine that comes directly to your mailbox for free almost every month. Just visit peermag.org to subscribe. Again, that's peermag.org. Major Davis was it was great to work with her on editorial row when she was youth editor for National Publications. She knows the joys of publishing and the challenge of communicating well and what it takes to put out uh, meaningful content. I have a couple of questions in that regard. Number one, I know that you are have been contributing to the core values column in the war cry each month. How have you gone about deciphering, deciding on what to what to what to focus on in those columns? Yeah, I, you know, I, when I saw the title Core Values, I just liked it so much because like I said, I really have, I really love being a core officer. And so I thought, I've just really tried to think, well, what could be encouraging to a person, you know, in your local core and you just go in, you pick up the war cry and uh, maybe there could be something there that would be helpful to you in your spiritual life or to help you grow a little bit, help you try a new spiritual discipline, something like that. So that's that's kind of what I've been thinking about. And I hope it's you know, helpful to people and just practical. If, if, if anybody who knows me knows my, they will always describe me as practical. So that's that's what I'm trying to do with that column. You do have that down-to-earth Midwestern stable quality about you, I must say. I am um, a Midwesterner. Yeah, and it was so evident in how you handled all the deadlines, et cetera, when you were on part of our department. Um, I'm just curious, you know, the Army has such a great literary tradition. Um, who are some of your favorite contemporary authors, either within Salvation Army exter- or externally? You know, I, I do have to say, um, really, I am so thankful for um, the authors that I've read. I am thankful for Colonel Garropy, who we had the chance to work with. When I, um, I was a very young, like I was probably my first year of officership and his book that 40 portraits, the hundred portraits of Christ came out. And I just, um, I just thought, wow, there's, there's a Salvation Army officer who's, who's writing, uh, something that I want to read. And that really, that did inspire me and working with him was so helpful to me. I, I did learn so much from him. So I, whenever I can give him some recognition, I, I try to, because he was very influential in, in my life. But as far as um, other, I read the Crest books when they come out. I love them. I wait for the next one. Um, outside the Army, I, I, can't, uh, I can't say enough about Richard Foster. I just love everything he writes. And I think he is, is so, there's so much application to what he writes. I just, I like authors uh, who will challenge me, but and help me to apply something new to my life. Those, and I think he's one who does that so well. Piggyback a little bit on your uh, comment about 
Colonel uh, Garropy. I remember a couple things about him. He was one of the first Salvation Army officers to ever be published outside of Salvation Army uh, publication or producing, you know, publishing houses. I remember his his uh, Portraits of Christ book, um, and and the funds for that went to the World Services. I was always grateful for the opportunity he gave me. Kind of like you, I I uh, I was responsible for I think about twenty four issues of page twenty three. It was at the time, right. uh, and kind of doing these little life observation uh, things. So. We we kind of I kind of take a little bit of that in in my memory and in my action as editor in chief, and I'm constantly looking for new Salvation Army authors, um, women and men uh, of of all ages, of all races, of all experiences. Uh, what what sort of uh, what sort of feedback have you gotten over the years for your writing voice? What what have people said to you? Uh, in regards to, you know, how much your writing meant to them. Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, you, um, I remember we had, when I was still on uh, national publication staff, we had a big international, I think it was the first international writers and editors conference there in Alexandria. And I was so moved when people from, you know, Papua New Guinea said to me, oh, I, I read your article. You know, I read this article that you wrote and, you know, and they wanted to talk to me about it. And I, I didn't even ever consider that, that, you know, I thought, okay, I'm writing a, an article for the war cry and people at the core in the South, in the United States will see this. It didn't even occur to me that people around the world would see it. And, that's just so, I mean, it's so, it's so humbling to think that people would read something I wrote and it would mean something to them. That's just, that's a very humbling experience. I, I can recall getting, um, uh, uh, I remember that conference, by the way, I remember that here. And I, I remember uh, getting feedback uh, a few years later of like reprints of a couple things I did where something was printed in an, Indian war cry and in a war cry in South Africa or Australia, it, it, it is, it's pretty humbling, but the power of, of the written word um, really God uses and anoints uh, in so many different ways. What's been, what's been kind of like your recent motivation? Uh, we know that you have a heart for the core. What, what, what's something else that, that you're leaning into God for in, in motivating in your, in your writing, both for the war cry and, and for what you do with your job. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, uh, because my husband's a training principal, I live on the training college campus. And so I have a chance to be with cadets a lot. And I, you know, I know they're the future, you know, and at this point I'm, I'm more toward the end of my, uh, officership and they're, you know, they're just beginning. And so often I look at them and think, wow, I, you know, these, these guys, they're so good. They're so smart. And, you know, like they're, they're coming into a Salvation Army that I almost don't recognize anymore, you know, because it's just changed so much over time. And so I'm, I'm always trying to learn from them too, because they're, they're teaching me a lot about, um, their world. I have college age kids. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to listen to them and, 
hear what their questions are and what their thoughts are and and what what does what does the bible have to say about that what does you know what what does spiritual life look like for them what does it look like in real life to be a christian at a secular university those you know i just i'm just always trying to listen to people and hear what they what they're processing and what they're saying what they're questioning so one of your key components is observing life around you yeah it's so yeah it's just so interesting people are the most interesting thing in the world and if you listen you know you everybody has a story if you listen they'll tell you and you you can learn a lot and and you can um you can influence a lot that way what what are some of your other habits when it comes to writing um i do try to journal although i'm not particularly disciplined at it i do try to do that though and i try to i just try to read and you know uh be hear other people's voices and by reading and by journaling by by reading you know what other people are are writing and um seeing where that takes me i think uh you know you've talked about the power of the written word i mean i think all kinds of writing takes you places i try to have a a I talked to the cadets about having a, a, a spiritual lens that you view the world through. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm just always trying to look through that lens. What's happening? What does that mean? What does scripture say about that? That kind yeah. of thing. Just wondering, um, as a member of editorial row in a way, um, both past and present, I, you mentioned peer magazine, which is, really a fantastic repurposing of youth publication, which is intentionally meant to uh, reach people beyond the Salvation Army and introduce them to salvation and to discipleship and to the Salvation Army itself. Just curious, um, what do you see as a need for evangelism in the world today? What works in terms of evangelism? And related to that, what future would you see for the Ministry of Publications in the Army? I think you guys have done uh, something amazing when you've taken the, you still have a print publication, but you've done a lot more online. I mean, I think that's certainly the future. My kids, uh, they're not kids anymore, they're young adults, but they you know, they don't really read a paper publication very often. They Everything that is coming to them online and you know, you've done that. I think that's peer is just genius at doing that. It's so good. I think this kind of podcasting is, um, you know, more and more going to be important. I think people need, like, it's a package thing. I want to hear the podcast and then go read the magazine online, or I want to be able to interact somehow with, uh, with online. I think publishing is going to be a lot more interactive as we go forward because people want to read it and respond right away. So I, you know, kudos to you, you guys are doing new things and, um, it's, it's amazing. I, I mean, I, I'm just proud of what we, what the Salvation Army, what you're doing as far as publishing, as far, as far, as far as the getting, uh, the Salvation Army's message out, but certainly the message of salvation out there. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really proud of that. And I hope that you, uh, 
keep doing that and keep pushing the edges, keep pushing the boundaries uh, out to more and more people. Well, Lisa, we really thank you for taking a few moments today. Uh, very excited about your uh, your ministry, uh, not only to uh, the officers and soldiers of this, the beautiful Central Territory, but you're, you're, you continue to affect the world. And we just pray God's hand of grace and favor, favor and um, clarity in as you minister through your social media feeds during this time of great crisis. Um, and we thank you for the ministry that you're doing for the future of the Salvation Army with the, with the cadets along with your husband. Um, but we also thank you for being uh, one of our wonderful contributing writers uh, this past year. And thank you for all that you've done and for spending a few moments with us. Yeah, thank you. It's a privilege. It really has been a privilege to do this and just to even be a little part of the national publications team. You you guys are, are amazing, and I'm thankful for what you do. Well, we know Jeff's amazing, right? Well, he, I, he, I try to keep up with you folks. I try to keep <laughs> up with you folks, but it is great to have you as part of our literary ministry, Major Davis. It's uh, It's a joy, as you know, and we just hope that what we do is used by God well. And that is a challenge in these days, is it not? Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. Well, we thank Major Lisa Davis for joining us today, one of our faithful writers uh, for The War Cry. We encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter, and you can read uh, Major Lisa at www.thewarcry.org. And Major, that stuff's going to be there forever. You know that? It's going to be there. That's amazing. <laughs> it's going to be there a long time. Well, thank you again. And until next time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. Hey, everybody, practice social distancing, stay healthy, stay inside. Keep supporting and loving and praying for one another. God bless you. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.